Hello, everybody, and welcome back to How's That the Cricket podcast with me, Lily, and Josh. Hello, everyone. How have you been this past week? Yes, things have been good. Uh, a lot of cricket. A lot of yeah. cricket's been happening, actually, and uh feels a bit weird not doing an interview, honestly, because we did so many in a row, but they were absolutely fun, and it's good to now just probably talk about cricket. There's been lots happening. Yeah, there has been so much going on, hasn't there? Like, every team is playing at the moment. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all mm-hmm. over the place. Um, so I guess we should just dive straight into things and get started with where the World Cup is currently at. Yes, it's it's a real open comp. I mean, I, I didn't expect the West Indies to do as well as they have done, honestly, at the start. I mean, beating New Zealand at the start, that was absolutely unexpected definitely and um yeah New Zealand have uh, done well as I've predicted I think they I think they are definitely still the ones to beat even though Australia well um, I think them, some yes. would have something else to say yes <laughs> um yeah but um and one thing that has surprised me England are still winless at the moment I yes. say that that has been a bit of a shock to me what have you taken out of it so far well, look, I honestly, at the start, when before, before the World Cup started and we made our predictions, mm. I pretty much said, I can't predict. And I'm still at that point where I can't predict. Because, you know, usually about halfway through the competition, you're kind of like, yeah, this is going to be the top, whatever. Obviously, I know Australia, yes. Look, I'm going to say they're probably going through to the grand final at this current stage. But honestly, it could be between any of the other teams. Because even though England are winless... It's not over just yet. You know, they, they've only lost two games and they could still win this game that is going on currently right now against South Africa. Yes. Um, I may regret saying that after we finish recording this because it might be all, all done and dusted, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, look, I, I honestly, I, I still think it's just so, just so open to, to anybody because it's just so unpredictable. Like I could not have predicted any of it. <laughs> And how, especially New Zealand and Australia, like yeah, and how yeah, that did shock me as well. How actually, how easily we did it. Um, yes. I was expecting, I thought two fifty. I'm just like, oh, that's that's okay. No, was it two? No, two seventy. Sorry, um, that was. I thought, oh, you know what? That's a bit of a. I, I would have liked a bit more against New Zealand. Um, so I thought, oh, this could be a good game. But then I saw the fall of wickets. I'm like, what's happening here? This is fantastic. Yeah. I'm, and it was just one of those things where it's one of those scores where it's like it could be a very defendable score, or mm. it, especially going against the home team as well. Like I was definitely expecting New Zealand to maybe start off a little bit stronger and, and, and just not collapse like they did because it was, like like I said, home team and the home advantage and going down like that was just never I would have never ever imagined that honestly no um, definitely no not the margin that it was um yeah and with that score I thought they were definitely I thought they were going to make possibly 200 220 if they were going to get bowled out so yeah th- not the trouncing that I was expecting no and well it's good to see that the South Australians all did so well all four South Australians took wickets that was fantastic um, to see Darcy Brown took three, Tally McGrath and Megan Shoot both got one, and Amanda Wellington got two as well. I didn't think New Zealand wickets spun as much as they have. It's been insane. Mm. Um, I thought, oh, there was a lot of on offer for the pace bowlers. Um, and I thought, 
Alani, well, even Alana King didn't get a bowl. So, you, yeah. And it was just like, I think everyone could have had a bowl. I mean, good to see, uh, and also good to see Ash, uh, Ash Gardner back. That was oh, fantastic. yeah, absolutely. Uh, 40, <laughs> oh, that, I was, so sitting, close. Watch, I was sitting watching that batting innings. Oh, my goodness. That was insane. So that close, was just, wasn't it? Uh, so close to a half century. I mean, yes. we completely forgot to mention that she, we just, didn't even allude to the fact that she didn't even play the first couple of games because she had COVID. So um, Ash Gardner like comes out of isolation, I guess, by herself for such a you know quite a period of time, especially in a different like part of New Zealand as well, separate from the team, separate from everyone, and then to go out and just act like she didn't just get through COVID was um, pretty pretty strong. I, I think it was amazing to see. Oh, yeah, it was fantastic to see. And um, I think we we didn't rely on her a lot. Um, so it was like when we were watching the games where she wasn't playing, it was like, oh, where's Ash Gardner? Like, we've yeah. got so much depth. Like, Ash Gardner can afford to get COVID and yeah. isolate for seven days and um, we have enough depth to cover her. Like, if, yeah. if we didn't have enough cover, I would be a bit more stressed and worried about it, but... No, it was fantastic that we had the cover. Yeah, and it, it, like you said there, it's it sounds bad, but you don't even <laughs> notice it at the point. Like you don't even notice she's gone because it's such a strong team. I mean, obviously, we did we did miss you, Ash. But but like I said, it's just one of those things where Australia have just got such a strong batting lineup that you just even if people come and go, like they sat off Talia and so did Darcy, and you just you just don't you just don't notice because they've just got the other equivalents are just also so good. So it's a tough one, isn't it? And and like I said, it's, I think Australia are definitely going to be, um be making that final. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, they've proved now that they've played New Zealand. Now they are definitely the team to beat. And um, what, the India and the Indian team as well, they, they've been just sneaking under the radar as well. They've been performing very well. Um, it was Mandana, and I'm a pre-core. I'm a pre-core. Yes, thank yeah. you. Um, they both got centuries. Absolutely, that was such a good game. That one. That was, and <laughs> it's good to see them get some runs and get up there on the board because India. I think after the T20 World Cup final, I think everyone's just like, oh, they can't live up to the big stage, and mm-hmm. they've still got a lot more growing to go. So, but no, beware. They, it could be an Australia-India final, could be India-New Zealand even. So or New Zealand, Australia. So, yeah, it's still very open at the moment. Yeah, that was, you know, we've seen so many hundreds over the board so far, but to have two in one innings is it's pretty um, pretty spectacular. Uh, like, they've just got, they're, they're just such good players, and they've shown that when they were over here in the WBBL just, both of them uh, with the Renegades and the Thunder, they both made really high scores over here. So I think that was just maybe, you know, that extra little bit of preparation going into this World Cup um, because a lot of the, you know, the England people, the England players didn't actually have their season yet. Whereas the Australians and the, the, the South Africans and all those players who came over and played in the WBBL had that. Um, so I think that's also maybe a, a, a different topic, but. Um... Yeah, no, and no, that's right. I mean, my view, the more cricket you can play, the better. It's yeah. like you don't want to, um, you don't want to stay home for ages. You don't want to 
stop training for ages otherwise your body just becomes like stale almost it's just like it's like yeah getting up in the morning you're like oh oh no oh no. Yeah. <laughs> um so no nah, always you need to just keep moving so yeah those wbbl games would have been fantastic for those girls yeah for sure and um, even even the indian series against new zealand yeah. at the start that yeah. india probably had the best um preparation like they got used to the conditions they played new zealand so they could size them up a bit and yeah so yeah oh geez how long have they been over there now that's that's been a while now yeah, I mean, look, it's it's one of those things where it's maybe not as it was definitely wasn't as long as England were in Australia for because they only went over there not for like they crammed the games in quite quick, uh, quite in quite a short mm, amount did, of time. Yeah. But it's like India again; they've won a couple, lost a couple, you know, so they're still very unpredictable. Um, the Bangladesh and Pakistan game that happened today, honestly. When Bangladesh won, it was their, I think it was their first uh, World Cup World Cup win. But their celebrations was honestly one of the most heartwarming things that you could ever see. Like the, when they won, they were like dancing and cheering and, and it was just like, you, it just it makes you feel happy that they won. Yeah. Um, and it's, oh yeah, that, that is really good. And it was the battle of the winless. Uh, yeah the battle of the less um, strong teams in the comp, really. Um, mm. So you, you're going to come, come up against them. I remember the World, uh, the T20 World Cup when uh, Thailand came over and everyone just absolutely loved having them around. So yeah. Definitely like that, yeah. So just them being happy about the win and have them happy just being there is just fantastic. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, look, they said, I heard them say in the commentary before that uh, – that Bangladesh are on the board with points before England are. So it's just one of those things that they're in that they're now above England, Bangladesh are. So you just still we can't rule them out too soon. You know, we can't rule anybody out. It's anyone's game at the moment. It is. Um and I think England might still be winless. South Africa are getting those runs. Um mm. Laura Wolvart still in batting, so that's a bit of trouble for England. But yeah, it but like you said, like they could lose tonight and then win three on the trot. Yeah. It's yeah, just absolutely. like it's just yeah. so unpredictable. And yeah, they can just yeah, it's an unpredictable tournament and you don't wanna say anything like, Oh, England having terrible, they won't make the final or yeah, even Bangladesh, they won't make the finals. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Who knows? I guess we will see. We'll definitely be um keeping keeping everybody updated in the coming weeks. Um, I've loved having that on so much. It's been so great. Just getting up in the morning, flipping the TV on, and and it's just cricket. It's just cricket. Yeah. And then in the afternoon, once all that's done, the uh, Pakistan Australia Test match starts. But first, we will just go into the WNCL, uh, staying Ooh, on the yes. topic of the women's cricket. Yes, that again has been all over the place. I mean, look, South Australia went down um, to Tasmania, who are still looking really strong. I mean, Tasmania are second on the table, but their season didn't start until ours did as well. Yeah. Because, so obviously, the COVID situations postponed the season. But yes. New South Wales, they played, and Victoria played quite a few games before that postponement. So yes. uh, New South Wales are still on. Uh, a lot more points so they are currently on top of the table but yeah Tasmania look they like 
the Australian team really. They haven't lost many to that to that Australian team, so they have got so no. much depth still in their squad. Like their their batters and their bowlers are just so good. I think they've recruited very well as well, and it's just been really good to see. They've almost got a Tasmania. They've got like a Aussie A side type thing because you look, yeah, you look, at, you look at who they've got. They've got Haley Silver Holmes, which is a up and coming bowler. You got Molly Strano, Sarah Coit, Elise Bellani's captain. You got Rachel Priest. Jeez, yeah, they've recruited very well. What a team! Australia. I mean, uh, it's yeah, it's, it's so great. Um, and it's it's also one of those things where it's the the young the young players are doing really well as well. Um, you've got Amy yes. Smith who's bowling really well. Yeah, it's really good to see those uh, younger players um, being around such a an experienced team. Um, but yeah, look, I I'm still I'm still vouching for a Tassie versus South Australia final. Um, I think that'd be a good one. Yeah, it's uh it's definitely going to be tight. I def- we definitely need to um win some more. Just looking at the table, so New South Wales Breakers are top, of course, with 22 points. Um, Tasmania Tigers sitting second. Um, with 22 points as well. Uh, our Scorps are third on the ladder with 13 points. And the ACT Meteors are on 12 points in fourth. And then you've got Queensland, Victoria and WA. WA having a very tough tournament, actually. They are, which is surprising because I think they're, like, on paper, they're quite a, a, a solid team. You know, they've got your experienced players uh, with Chloe Paparo and Tanil Peschel and... Matilda Carmichael as well. They've also brought in Maya Boucher as well. So mm-hmm. she's obviously spent a bit of time over here um, since the the Ashes stuff. So she stayed over here and just decided to join up with WA, I guess. Um, but yeah, she's she's been playing with them as well, which I think brings a different aspect to it. But such a such a weird tournament, isn't it? Like I said, like the World Cup, just so unpredictable. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? But the Victoria Queensland fire game, oh my goodness, was not expecting that. Yes. Um, Sam Bates took five for uh, five yes. for twenty nine. Amazing. Um, but to but for Victoria to win by sixty four runs is such a big margin compared to the other games that they've they've lost by. Um, but look, Queensland and and WA are really not looking too spectacular at the moment are they no it's surprising because queensland are the defending champs at the moment um yeah. so it's been interesting they they have been hit a little by the world cup but you you look at but the players they've got um such good young talent like charlie knott and georgia vol like really good talents there yeah and of course um our own who we interviewed ella haywood uh got three wickets as well in that game. So she bowled three for 13 of 10 overs. That is that is amazing. Yeah, that is really good, isn't it? So, that is amazing. Uh, good, job, good job, Ella, if you're, yeah. um, if you're listening. We know you're listening. That was <laughs> – but um, we've uh, just look, we've got uh, three games left, the Scorps. So we probably need to win all three to have any chance of making the final. And if we win all – if we win all three and – Maybe Tasmania or New South Wales lose one or two, then we could sneak in. It's not. It's yeah. not over yet. Definitely not over yet. Absolutely not. And I mean, look, even Victoria back in in with the running, which we weren't probably saying a couple of a uh, couple of weeks days ago. You know, so mm. we just don't know. We just honestly don't know. 
Um, no, you don't. You, you really don't. It's it's such an unpredictable comp. Like I said, we've just got to wait and see. But um, I guess we'll see what happens with this result with uh, New South Wales versus Tasmania. That should be a good one uh, yes. with the second innings. But good but, to see Tasmania up and about. It's good. Yeah, it is. I mean, on that point, Macy Gibson has taken three for. Um, how good? That's good. That's good to got... see her do well. Right. Should we move on to? We'll briefly just touch on the West Indies versus England test. Um, so they've played their first one, and I think they've they have really mixed up their team. Obviously, um, since coming over to Australia. Yes, but I, I was shocked at a few omissions. Oh yeah, me too. But I think it's for the best because look, it's it's played off. It's been quite good. You know, you've got Johnny Bairstow who made 140, Crawley who made 121, and Joe Root who made 109. Um, so, look, it, it could possibly pay off for them. But I've got a, my favourite fact is that um, for the first time ever in international cricket, Folks, Wokes, and Stokes are all playing in the same team. <laughs> Folks, Wokes and Stokes. I love it. That is like oh, my favourite. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I tell I... everyone that. So it's the first time ever in international cricket that they're playing together, um, which I think is hilarious. But... All the Ezers is, uh, play, are playing. They are. They are. And and look, it might be a lucky charm. Um, who it knows? Could be. Um, I just I, I really love the Folks and Wokes. That is, that is great. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's a bit of a surprise bringing Folks back in because he's been quite absent from international cricket for quite a bit. Um, mm. But it's I think it's obviously he's come in as wicketkeeper, but they've been so um, they've been just selecting Joss Butler, and when they chose to not play Joss Butler, they brought in Sam Billings, and then that kind of didn't really pay off for them too well. So I think they've just kind of brought Folks in to give him a bit of a chance, but it's clearly paid off. Um, I think it was a bit harsh to, um, to give Sam Billings one test match and then judge him on that. It is a bit I would tough. like to have seen him uh, go around this tour, actually. Yeah. Um, but, um, and one, one, one guy that I will really go into bat for here is um, Darwood Milan. He, he had a very good tour of Australia. Mm-hmm. He and Root held up their batting when no one else would and – I think it's a, I, I'm really not happy that they haven't included him in this series because he's a talent, he's a great player, and yeah, no, just shouldn't have. He should have played easy. Yeah, I think they've just they've really just tried to mix it up to just kind of see what happens because it's a completely different squad if you're looking mm. at it. It's it's not the same team that came over to Australia. So look, we'll see how it pays off. Obviously, the first test ended in a draw, so. Um, we'll see what happens with the next ones, but look, it, it could be the the next the next England uh, Ashes team. Who knows? Uh, depends Who how knows? they go. The next <laughs> next year of the Ashes, so it's going to be it's quite a quick turnaround from your teams that are getting thumped four 0 and then it takes more than two years to build a Test team. So if they want to go brand new, yeah, it's going to take a little bit. So. I would want them to take this test squad into the Ashes because, yeah, I wouldn't want to play with it too much. Yeah, it's just a bit of trial and error at the moment, I think. So, mm. yeah, look, we'll see how it goes. Um, good to see Zach Crawley gets a, a hundred too. He's a, I, I like his batting. He's a very good talent, I reckon. Yeah, but finally, I guess we'll just go over the Pakistan 
first Australia test. Um, that was, oh, but I'm sorry, that pitch. Oh my goodness. I know. I mean, yeah. did you did you watch any of it? I watched a bit. Um, I must say, I'm I'm. It wasn't the most entertaining uh, match, so it I was, was such a dead pitch. Yeah. It had nothing, even for the spinners. It had nothing. Yeah, yeah. It just, it was just so insane. Just, yeah, it it was a graveyard. It really was, and it offered little for the spinners even. And it just, yeah, it was bad as paradise. And not, it was not a good test match. Um, but I think the only thing we can forgive um, the Pakistan pitch people for is, I guess they haven't had a test match there for 24 years. Um, I guess they're a little bit out of practice with preparing pitches for the ICC. So I yeah. did read that it's going to come under review. So you can forgive them for not for 24 years. A lot has changed. I, I um, this test match going on too. I would have put Ashton Agar in over um, Mitchell Stark. Okay. Um, I would have gone with three spinners: um, Cameron Green, Pat Cummins, because it's a spinning wicket. If you're going to get wickets, you've got to have Nathan Lyon, Mitch Swepson, Ashton Agar, both thirty overs each. Mm-hmm. You really do, and then uh, 10, 15 overs from Pat Cummins and Cameron Green. Yeah, I mean, and look, let's t- let's talk about Kawaja for a moment. How oh, yes, how good is Kawaja? I mean, he's kind of. I feel like he's obviously been dropped and then picked up and then dropped yes. and picked up. So I think he 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 probably has quite a bit of pressure to feel like he has to perform, but he's been doing just that. Like over the the test, um, the Ashes games that he got picked up for, he, he did really well there, and and he's just been making hundreds. Except for that ridiculous shot he got out on on ninety-seven. I'm sorry, Usman. That is that was silly. Don't play that shot on ninety-seven. No, but 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 no, he's been batting the house down, and I'm so glad he got a hundred. Hundred sixty. Yes, and even ninety-seven. Like we give him crap about how he got out, but ninety-seven was fantastic to see. So only three right from the hundreds. Three um, ninety-seven was. Was very good, and he's been batting the head. He's been a run machine lately. Yeah, yeah, he has. But it's it's good to see that he's proving his point and making his mark. Um, you know, I think don't rule him out too soon. I think he's still got quite a bit of Australian uh, test test games in in him. But Carey as well. Um, oh, heartbreaking! Very good. But it's heartbreaking. Yeah, so close yet yeah, so far. I stayed up to eleven o'clock. Which is probably why I'm a bit tired now. Yeah. And it, oh, I was so heartbroken for him. 93. And get out to Barbarazam. Oh, jeez. But so, no. I know. Just. He was playing that sweep shot brilliantly for 20 overs and just, oh, look, it, no, nah, it's heartbreaking. I was heartbroken yeah. for him. But Alex Carey silenced those Josh Inglis and, criti- and critics. So. But yeah, look, that's um, that's still an ongoing test, and like I said, we'll we'll keep updated uh, with the scores. Yes. Um. So that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Next week, we are joined by current South Australian Scorpions captain and Adelaide Strikers player Gemma Barsby. Um. So we yeah, talked to Gemma, um, about yeah, all things captaincy. 
strikers, all things. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's a fun one. So, so tune in to hear what she has to say about taking the captaincy for the Scorpions. Um, so that will be next week. So if you enjoyed this episode, you can send us a message on Instagram or Twitter at how's that TCP or send us an email at how's that the cricket podcast at gmail.com. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you guys next time. See you guys. See you next week. How's that? You missed the